The death of Pallion Hutchins was a completely preventable tragedy. Today I'm talking about the onset accident and its implications. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. friends, welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast, and today I am talking about uh, what has now become perhaps the most famous movie story of the week, which is the unfort- which is the tragic death of cinematographer Haung-Nan Hutchins and uh, the injuring of director Joel Souza on the set of a of a of a western movie in New Mexico. So this is going to be pretty free form. I wanted to react a bit earlier, but I wanted to also give some time for information to come out so I wasn't just going blind. And for those of you who don't know for whatever reason, uh, basically what had happened is that a is that on the set of this movie uh, that is starring and produced by Alec Baldwin, um, he was given a, Baldwin himself was given a prop firearm that was uh, said to be a cold gun, aka something with uh, no uh, no blanks, no nothing in it, and instead it contained a live round that came in and that was fired and then hit Hutchins, ended up killing her, and also injured the director, Joel Souza. So I know a lot of people are, you know, quick to reactions. Um, there was a lot of there was a lot of people wondering how did this happen, and there was a number. You know, there's a number of questions rolling around, but there's also a lot of ongoing issues in the movie industry that that have come out and come to light or are being highlighted by this case. So first and foremost, uh, wanted to pay tribute to Holly Nunn Hutchins because she was an up and coming talent in the industry, by according to many. And I had seen one of her most recent movies called Arch Enemy, and it is beautifully shot. She was very talented and very good at what she did, and she should still be here. Because the more details that come out from the set, the worse it gets. And the basically, uh, as it was described, is that uh, Alec Baldwin was told that the firearm that he had is called a cold gun, and that just mean that means you know they that means that there's no live rounds, there's not even blanks, there's nothing that can f- discharge anything, and that was obviously not true. So how does this happen? Well. The, the stories are still coming out, but the general consensus, well, not general consensus, but the stories from the crew are bad. Very, very, very bad. They're potentially horrific because, um, for those of you who don't know, the, the production groups, uh, the, the production union, uh, I-A-T-C-E, um, they basically have been on strike or been in the midst of a labor negotiation talking about conditions and specifically conditions like uh, over bad you know basically bad accommodations or uh, on bad working hours unsafe working conditions and this all leads in because according to many the conditions on this set were atrocious that this the crew members were initially told that they could stay nearby set uh, they would have accommodations or a hotel they were later told that they would have to travel from albuquerque to santa fe every day which is 50 miles and that the shoots were going from 12 to 15 hours a day to meet a very aggressive production schedule which is manageable if perhaps you are on set but um, if you're perhaps somebody like Alec Baldwin or you're the director but not manageable if you are a grip or a camera operator 
and the conditions were bad enough. Uh, they hadn't even gotten paychecks, apparently, according to some. And the conditions were bad enough that the, the camera crew staged a walkout. Now, what makes a camera crew want to stage a walkout? Well, those conditions, and also that live rounds had been fired off twice already. So gun safety was already a gigantic problem on this set and had people worried, and then this happens. So it's, it's a very tragic, I told you so, situation. So how does this play into the labor and union negotiations? Well, aside from conditions, it is also, uh, they're still looking into it, but a number of the people have said that there were a number of non-union people, including the prop master, who said that it was a cold gun. And somebody who was not associated with the local labor union and, ha you know, basically did not do their job properly because, just, I mean, honestly, you cannot tell somebody that they have a cold gun and then have it be have there be a life round there's just you just can't do that and it's the level where it's the level of incompetence where you're you know it's i i don't know the legality of it but it's very very bad now the production has said that they weren't aware of any safety concerns or anything like that but there's a lot of plausible deniability because uh, you know if your camera crew stages a walkout in the morning and then there's according to some reports there are non-union people ready there to step in you are aware of you're aware of at least of complaints so that's the that's the bigger story being told and it also raises a lot of questions as to why you know why there was anything in the gun to begin with because not every not every every movie decides to shoot differently and obviously you know sh movies with stunts assume some extent of risk for performers in particular and stunt performers especially not that that's right but that's just kind of how it goes but nowadays it you're a lot less likely to see um you know when a gun is on screen it's a lot less likely to actually have real uh actually be fired or to have actual blanks or muzzle flare one because the potential for accidents is so high and so the family of Bruce uh, Brandon Lee came out about this because this is ex this is a very similar incident to how Brandon Lee died on the set of The Crow because basically there's two things that go into this. One is that blanks when blanks fire there is there is one both uh, there needs to be enough gunpowder and there's also shrapnel and that shrapnel can um, hurt somebody and can kill somebody potentially uh, depending on how it's you depending on how it's fired or how it hits somebody so that's the first thing and the second thing is that you know it the you have to be very experienced to be able to tell the two items apart from each other so that clearly didn't happen in this case but the massive thing is why are we even having rounds in the first place because a lot of productions no longer actually fire the weapon or create the muzzle flare it on set that it is done in post it is done with cgi now you can get differing results but a lot of productions have opted to not do that and so specifically because it can create so many problems it creates a safety problem even if it's blanks in there so all of that is really difficult now i know that alec baldwin has put it out has put out in a statement um, saying that just, you know, how horrified he is about the whole thing. Obviously, I would be as well. But there is a lot of questions, at least in my mind, as to the culpability of everybody on the production uh, in terms of because Baldwin wasn't just an actor on this film. He's also a producer, which means that he's 
it should at least be aware of the conditions that are leading people to you know, shift on and off of his set. So it, we're getting into the weeds now of what is criminally neg like negligent, which is a lot of people will argue that and morally ne negligent and morally negligent. I think that is just inarguable because this is the kind of thing that shouldn't happen. And it took a, you know, growing talent that shouldn't shouldn't happen and it's just it's just horrifying and it's the kind you know onset accidents do happen you hear you'll hear hear stories every now and then about how people either get sustained injuries or something like that but unfortunately the very rarely it's all it typically ends up being about you know what this means for movies and rarely what it means for you know the people who actually you know the majority of the people who are working on these films and you shouldn't have you know if somebody says it's a cold gun you need to double triple check there are no rounds in there a cold gun doesn't just mean that there's no doesn't just mean that there's blanks in there it actually means there's nothing in there at all it's nothing in there especially if you're going through the motions for an action scene, which is what was happening, and that's how Hutchins was hit. So I can only imagine how traumatizing this is for everybody involved, especially the people who, you know, were on set when it happened, for, you know, the relatively inexperienced prop person who now has to carry this for the rest of their life. This is the kind of thing that should not happen and only happens when the condition the conditions are just wrong in every regard so this is in my mind a completely preventable tragedy and hopefully one that is a greater call for action moving forward well we will see uh, i'm always skeptical because the as always because it is an industry the emphasis is almost always put on profit but i would not be surprised if civil suits start to happen out of this and that maybe changes the tide because messing with the money is usually the thing that gets people fired up and that's you know this is the kind of these are the kind of conditions that led to the general strike from Ayatsi not too long ago and that's why the camera crew left because they this is the kind of stuff they've been fighting against so that's my thoughts on it for today uh you know obviously we'll see as more information comes out you know what where if anything goes further if it's rolled an accident if it's rolled homicide we will see but that's my opinions for right now again not, this should never have happened and it should be a lesson for every movie maker moving forward on how you do and do not maintain a safe set. You look after everybody, not just the on-camera talent, especially the people behind the camera, because they are also not just because, you know, you, it, it's the human thing to do, but also because they are mo more vulnerable in terms of, you know, they're easier to exploit by many, you know, in, in, many, in many circumstances. So that's my thoughts for today. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you next time. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, with the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.